Hey! Okay. Okay. This is Plurality, a podcast about beautiful music, beautiful people, episodes every other Wednesday, yada, yada, yada. We just got a lot to talk about today, and I'm excited to talk about it with you. This is Aaron Moody, DJ Emood. I'm Mikey. <laughs> this is Chami playing. It's called Adieu. And how the heck was your weekend? Oh my god, man. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> okay, let me start. Let me tell the people. So a couple weeks ago, I went up to New York City to see my dear, dear pal Aaron perform a set on a school bus. It was dope. They crushed it. Alan, your school bus rocks. Shout out to my homie Alan. Shout out Alan. Imagine my surprise when I get on Instagram Saturday, February 18th, and I see a school bus in Times Square with Skrillex on it, Fred again is on it, Fortet is on it. I said, Moody, is this the fucking school bus? <laughs> I was actually on it too. I was just on the back. <laughs> This is y'all school bus. You played on this school bus so many times, and now who else has also played on it? Yep, yep. Legends of the game. Hey, man, it's the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> wow. I was at, like, a wedding. Like, nobody understands what is happening right now at this wedding. I was, like, internally <laughs> freaking out, but... You don't even know! Like, literally, <laughs> you guys don't even know. Oh, my God. Yeah, like you say, the City Soul bus is what I play on. I'm on their roster of DJs, and I got a few shows coming up with them in April, which we'll talk <laughs> about later. But uh, so I knew that we were going to Times Square for a live stream, and that is all I knew. I did not know who was playing. We had no intel as to who it was. And honestly, it didn't even cross my mind that it was Skrillex and co until morning of when Alan and I get to the people who were doing the live stream, which is the lot radio, they reached out to Alan to just use the bus. And yeah, he was like, yeah, we're gonna do a live stream in Times Square and that, that was it. And so Alan had reached out to me like a week before and he was like, hey, are you interested in doing this? I had no idea who it is. And at the time I, I wasn't even thinking that big. <laughs> I was just like, oh cool, yeah, live stream in Times Square. Like, I don't care who it is. Like, I wanna do that, you know? And so I was like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. So I had met Alan at the Lot Radio. We grab a bunch of equipment from there, put it on the bus. And then, yeah, we take the bus to Times Square, and it was around, like, 12 that we figured out, oh, yes, indeed, it is Skrillex and Fortet and Fred again. Well, I am hearing <laughs> this account for the first time. Like... <laughs> First, I texted Frenchie, of course, and she knew that I was doing this live stream, so she had all the backstory. Except for one little additional piece of information. And I say, so, and she responds, she's like, oh my god, who is it? <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's literally Skrillex and Fortet and fucking Fred again. And she's like, you're fucking kidding. I'm like, nope. This is a prank, right? Nope. And so then I'm telling her all the information. I'm like, it's gonna start at four. It's supposed to go till six. And then I decided to tell Sam and Aaron, actually, who went to Dead Mouse with us. I texted them on a group chat with Frenchie and our other two best friends, Lauren and Amanda. Like, get yourself to Times Square right now. Legit. Well, so um, Sam loves Fred again. Like, Fred again is his, like, muse. <laughs> Sam, like, writes music himself. I don't even know if you knew that. I didn't. Sam, you're so talented, brother. Like, how am I just learning this, man? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. But yeah, that, I had texted them. And yeah, so that that was it. the only people I told, really. And then Alan reached out to some of the City Soul DJs. Yeah, we got in the bus with the people from the lot radio. And then we drove the bus to Manhattan. They did secure a permit for the sound. So that's how it was legal to do what we were doing because we had a sound permit to do so. Yeah, and they worked with the NYPD to like bring the bus like up on the sidewalk because we weren't in the street. Usually when we do the shows, we're on the street. And we, yeah, we landed there around like, I don't know, like 12.30. And then we started setting everything up. And this whole time it's raining. So we're like, fuck, dude. Oh the equipment is likely to get wet. We kept looking at the, the weather and it said that it was supposed to end by three. So they're really perfect. And actually, thankfully, Alan had a tarp. So we were able to just put the tarp over all the CDJs. Alan, so prepared. Yeah, he had some clamps and some um, bungee cords and we just like secured it all down. But before that happened, because he has like some lights and he has a smoke machine. One of the lights was like plugged into the outlet and I watched water fall into it. And then, like, spark. spark. <laughs> yeah, it, like, it legit sparked. And then the smoke started coming out of it. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, no, we're unplugging all of the lights right now. So I did. I, I unplugged all the lights. You might have saved the day. And that could have started a fire so easily. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we unplugged all the lights. And we're like, maybe, like, we'll put the lights up right before the live stream starts if the rain doesn't persist. Um, so we just put it off to the side. One of the people who rode over with us was actually Fred again's like videographer, the person who does his gotcha. like yeah. social media marketing. And when we got there, someone from Fred's team showed up with his synth. Yeah, we just like we set everything up, got the bus ready to go. Um, they set up all the cameras. We were told that Fortet and Fred again were going to announce the live stream on their social medias around two hours before we started. So around that time, I started like texting more people and being like, hey guys, like if you want to come through. Frenchie showed up around two and Sam and Aaron showed up around 2.30. Cause I told them, I was like, I think it's gonna be like hard to be like right next to the bus. So I was telling them like, get there as Earlier early the as possible. They announced it, I think on Fred again's Instagram stories. And also someone texted Anthony from EDM train. I believe he was the first one to really publicly like announce it. Breaking story. I actually on my personal Instagram <laughs> posted pictures of the bus with some devil emojis. I saw it. I was like, something's a brewing. With the um, rumble playing yeah. as the music. And there were a few people who actually did reach out to me and they were like, oh my God, we get the hint. We're coming. <laughs> so did people reach out to Alan about using the bus? Yeah. So the lot radio, it's really cool, actually. It's this 24 hour, I believe, like live stream of these decks that they have set up. And it's just like DJs play for like an hour and then another DJ comes in and then another DJ comes in and they like always are live streaming and showcasing local talent. And I believe Fortet is friends with someone who works there and that is how like the connection came about that oh we have this bus because they knew about the city soul bus the lot radio did yeah so they reached out to alan and you know the rest is history <laughs> so then it just like got packed okay so it was supposed to go till six and it actually had to end at five because 
the NYPD was like, no, there are too many people here. It's becoming unsafe. Wow. Yeah, it got to be too much. I mean, what was the energy of the set? It was high energy the whole time. Skrillex was awesome at getting the energy going with yeah. the crowd. Like, I don't know if you've seen all of the footage of him, but like... Oh, I've been watching so many videos. <laughs> he got up on the side of the bus yes. and was dancing. <laughs> yes. That's where the dancers were when you were performing. Dude, I have to tell you, so I've... The only other time I've seen Skrillex live was at Izu 2019, and that was him. That was Dog Blood. Dog Blood, right, with Boys Noise. And so that's main stage. It's massive. You can't get anywhere near, you know? So we were, like, in the back middle. Yeah. So this is the first time that I've been able to, like, be right next to Skrillex and, like, see him. Sonny Moore. He is the most present motherfucker I have ever seen do... A set. It was so mind-blowing. There were, I swear to God, there was at least two different times that he was looking at me dead in the eyes. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And then he, like, he legit, like, when he wasn't playing his songs, like, if Forte, Kieran, or Fred were playing, like, their song like he would be just like looking at people in the crowd like in the eyes that's crazy it was so crazy dude it was so freaking wild i started at the very front i was at the rail in the middle and i was there for like the first i don't know 15 minutes and then i, I looked at frenchie and i was like hey if you want to get on the bus because i was texting with Alan, there is like a part on the back of the bus where the generator usually sits. And there's like this little platform that Alan was standing on when the live stream started. So I, I nudged Aaron and I was like, hey, we should go up there. So we got up on the back and then it's during that that Lauren, our best friend, shows yes. up. She like showed up out of nowhere. She like taps Frenchie on the back of the shoulder and then we're able to like pull her up onto the <gasps> bus. You guys must have had a magical time. Dude, the energy was so crazy. Like Fortet was so funny. Like I have this one video, <laughs> oh, I swear to God. He's like looking directly at the camera and it looks like he's wondering how the fuck he got here. Like that is the... <laughs> the stare of just complete and utter disbelief and like confusion of <laughs> how he got to this moment in his life oh my god it's just it was so funny it was crazy it was wild i can't wait to see those videos truly wild genuinely in the history of north american electronic music this is one of the probably most known pop-up sets in my lifetime 100 percent. because usually diplo has been really great about you know doing pop-up shows but usually his get broken down by the police because i don't think he's ever gone out and like tried to get a permit <laughs> to do that right. but we had one like for this to be done in times square on the heels of skrillex's first albums being released in years right before a show at Madison Square Garden. And it was the third pop-up of the weekend. They had already done two. Wow. But like Times Square, like just get there. Just from anywhere in New York, wherever you are, just run. I saw videos of people running in the streets. 100%. What an event. It's been really fucking wild. And yeah. I hope this is the start of many DJs to play on the bus. Like, like this is just the beginning, right? Like there's unlimited potential here of who could play on the bus hey you're still my favorite dj who's played on the bus just saying i mean <laughs> so i did have a, a show later that night you know we've, i played my monthly 
party at the skinny and Lauren who lives in Brooklyn she would not generally come to the city on a Friday but because she was already there for the live stream she was yeah. like I'm staying for your set and I look at her I'm like I don't go on till midnight because this thing ended at like 5 30 yeah and she's like I don't care and I was like all right bitch <laughs> we're going out tonight oh I love Lauren that's incredible she's amazing so yeah Aaron and I came back home and took a five second rest and you know just like freshened up and went to my set and my set was so much fun i love playing there if you're ever around on the third friday of the month you should come with us Mike. i mean hell yeah hell yeah so yeah yeah man that's that's just life we're this is what we're doing now that's just life <laughs> well shall we talk about these albums oh my god incredible it's been nine years since we've had a release of a Skrillex album besides Jack U with Diplo in 2015, which it's been eight years since then. So still a long time. We got two of them titled Don't Get Too Close and Quest for Fire. Which one did you like better? You listened to them both today, you said? I did. I, I still want to give them like the proper time where I like sit down and really listen to it from beginning to end. Cause I, I know that the way that he ordered the music is intentional. Mm -hmm. And so I, I want to, you know, take the time to like really listen to the story. He has a, a playlist on here, public playlist. That's just called quest for fire slash don't get too close. That has both of them consecutively starting with don't get too close, then quest for fire. And then with, a lot more music. I was listening to this all day on my travel day, and it's incredible. It was beautiful. I had a great time. Did my second listen of these albums today. Mm, they're just clean. They're so crisp. The producing is incredibly precise and delicate and beautiful. He's he's incredible. Like he he's such a a pioneer in the scene because he knows no genres, no boundaries with no. genres, and he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's gonna make whatever he wants. He's gonna make you know, electronic trap music. He's going to make dubstep or bro step. He's going to make like garage inspired things. He's going to make smooth drum and bass sounds we've never heard before <laughs> all over the place, all over the place. And it's, it's, it's so awesome. I actually have a controversial statement about the first album quest for fire. Are you ready? Let's start the controversy. Firstly, I will, I will say that there are 15 tracks and I, like them all. However, I like some more than others. And the one I like the least, but still like, <laughs> is Rumble, which is the song that he did with Fred again and Flo Dan and is the most popular objectively song. I mean, let's see. Supersonic. Oh no, on here. Supersonic. Supersonic deserves that title one yeah. million percent because that song is sexy as fuck. Oh god. Did you see Chime's TikTok? He mixed Rumble with Animal Crossing. No, I missed that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to send it to you right now. Please do. Uh, please watch this. They better move up, never gonna win a Royal Rumble But when I come through, you know what I love to I send shots for your team and leader I make a witness, decide to vacate The boys getting sweet just like a Ribena Yo, listen, you hear that? Killers in the jungle Killers in the hey, jungle Hey, fuck it up, Killers time. in the jungle Yo, listen, you hear that? Killers in the jungle Killers in the jungle Oh, but it looks like Chime didn't make Killers it Killers in the jungle Huge mashup from Jonathan Ogden Oh, let's go, Jonathan Fred again should genuinely drop that live. <laughs> True. <laughs> 
That's just so funny. I love Chime. They're the best. They are awesome. I think because all of the other tracks, like, just have more happening in them, I think is the best way to say it. It kind of stands alone a little bit on that album. Yeah, I appreciate Rumble for its simplicity. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> leave it at that. Well, which ones did you really like on this album? Oh my god. Leave Me Like This For Sure with Bobby Raps. Butterflies is so pretty with Fortet and Stara. Also, Aluna is one of my favorite vocalists, so I was very excited to see her on Inhale, Exhale. How about Xena? That one was crazy. Oh, dude. <laughs> Fucking Xena. He played it at the, at the live stream, and I was like, oh, wow. I'm going to shit my pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> they played so many. They actually, for doing an hour set, they were able to cram in like a lot of his tunes, which is amazing. When he played, how do you, how do you say it? Ratata? <laughs> Ratata. Ratata. When he dropped that at the live stream, I was like fucking losing my mind, man. <laughs> I was dancing so hard. Uh, it was the best. What, what are your top of this this album? For the wubs, Inhale, Exhale. That was a good wubby one. And I liked Good Space. Oh, Good Space is very pretty. Yes, this might have been my top one on the album. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to listen to it all consecutively because to hear that he went from Warp Tour to Good Space, I'm, I'm really excited to listen to the whole thing and like hear the story behind it. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. And it was cool to hear the stuff like that Warp Tour one or more on the other album as well with Bibi Borelli and the Don't Get Too Close. Oh, it was so beautiful. We can talk about that one though. Now, how about Zant? Let's do it. What? How are you? How are you Wow. <laughs> Wowzers. What were your feelings about Don't Get Too Close? It, I think, was my favorite of the two after a couple listens. That BB Borelli, whenever anything comes out of her mouth, it's perfect. So she was great. I mean, Don't Leave Me Like This, wonderful. Way back's a bop. I really like Ceremony. I'm going to play 3 a.m. for us and Don't Get Too Close. To hear them both singing back and forth. And then together at the end, I love getting to hear Sunny sing in these as well. Don't Get Too Close was my favorite on this mm. album. Yeah. I mean, BB is like, oh my God, yes. Give it to me, please. Exactly. Please. please. More. Mas. <laughs> All right. Well, let me play my uh, 3 a.m. by Skrillex and... Prentice. I've never heard of that person. Neither had I. Prentice and Anthony Green.
that guy, Prentice, I forgot, but he he's like 15. That kid's 15. Oh, good for you, kid. Anthony Green is known as the lead singer of Circa Survive, Seosin, fucking whatever. Ah, they were a warp tour band. Too. Look at Sonny bringing all the homies from the Warp Tour. I fucking love that so much. Okay, so the kid is from Jackson, Mississippi, and he's like an artist on his own. He blends heartfelt lyrics with modern trap and emo arrangements, mm. coupled with signature high-pitched vocals. Well, can't wait to see what they have in store for us next. Yeah, me too. It's exciting. What song are you going to play for us? Oh, wait, that's right. A beautiful song. Yes, I'm going to play Don't Get Too Close by Skrillex and B.B. Borelli. B.B. I just want to be in the garage with my friends, you know? Yeah. Steel drums are really, I mean, they're used in electronic music enough, but not in mainstream music, I feel like. You don't hear a lot of steel Mm -mm. drums. Sometimes it feels like But that's how you feel The school day won't end And my mom hates me She thinks I'm depressed But I'm really happy When I'm in the garage with my friends listen to the song all the way through it was so pretty it's so pretty anyway (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm really excited to listen to the whole thing. Shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I was going to love it, but... <laughs> I can't wait to hear Vanna's opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like, yeah, it was whatever. It was okay. <laughs> but if she listens to the whole album all together, she might have a different opinion. As it's intended. As it's intended. But no, she's going to like it for sure. Especially if like the end of a song is the beginning of the next song. Like that's how you know. Which this album does so beautifully. Exactly. That's how you know. Like there's no other way to listen to this than from beginning to end. <sighs> okay. I'm fully composed now. I think maybe <laughs> I might burst out crying later, but <laughs> wow. So Sam, our friend Sam. He went to MSG. He got tickets morning of <laughs> to see the show at MSG. Mm -hmm. And he said, obviously, the show itself was amazing. He had a phenomenal time. He was saying, like, because it was five hours and because it's Skrillex, Fred again, and Fortet, which are completely different worlds. Like, I wouldn't even put Fortet and Fred again in a set together. And then to th just throw Skrillex in is like... <laughs> An extra, haha, -ha, gotcha. Uh -huh. <laughs> so Sam's like only frustration was because it was a five hour back to back and those three are very different. One person would be taking it this way and then the next person would come on and take it this way. And then it just kind of felt a little choppy. That makes sense. But he said, of course, it was still phenomenal, like core memory made. Although he did say that the Times Square set was better than well, the MSG set. So I'm just going to share. It was on the City Soul <laughs> bus, so obviously. Exactly. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. A tremendously exciting time for fans of the electronic music genre. I'm excited to continue to listen to these albums and hear them live in everybody's sets for many years to come. Yeah, this is my point on that thought is that I hope he goes on tour alone and like plays this the way it should be played. You know what I mean? Yes, at some point, hopefully. I, yeah, I, I hope he does a solo thing. We've been talking about this for 50 minutes. I'm sure we could talk about it for another hour, but we still have a show to complete. We're just going to close up with Drop of the Week because, I mean, we just talked about the bus and the albums. That's like two segments. So bing, bang, boom. Also, it's been an early theme of ours that we stand Skrillex. We stand Skrillex. It's about time he gets almost a full episode fully dedicated to Honestly, him. <laughs> the Skrillex stand episode. <laughs> This is it. That's the name of it. The Skrillex Stand Up. In the theme of the Skrillex Stand episode, the song I have chosen was a song that I found on that 10-hour playlist that Sonny Moore curated, and it's on the Skrillex Spotify page. I'm still working through it. I've got maybe like 30 to 40 songs left. It's hefty, but man, are there some good tunes on there, and it's just fun to get like a peek inside his brain. Even the ones, the songs he's not on, once you get farther down the playlist, it's a lot of other tunes that he's not even on. And it's just fun to see what, what's been curated for the masses. So that all being said, this one is called Stay Close, live edit by Coastal and DLG. I was gonna choose a Skrillex song, but then I saw that yours was Coastal and DLG. And then I was like, oh, well, he didn't choose a Skrillex song, so I'll choose something <laughs> that's not Skrillex related. But now I'm learning it is Skrillex related. And I'm like, fuck, I should've chosen a Skrillex song. <laughs> God damn it. Gosh dang it. Gosh dang it. Stay close. 
right Ooh. yeah that was dope so assignment for anyone at home listening please go finish the rest of that song because from there it goes on a really slow beautiful buildup and just a majestic drop number two i thought drop number one was a little more fire but drop number two is like majesty and grandeur so you know it's worth a full listen i'm gonna see i'm looking at the uh, the playlist Wow, it is really long, huh? Yeah, it's hefty. I wonder if the rest of the songs past the albums are in an intentional order too. I feel like there's a much less intentional order the longer it goes, because it is more his music in the top half, so I imagine that's more carefully selected. Yeah, I see Dog Blood and... Who knows? We'll have to ask him. Sonny, it is, uh, is every song in the specific order? Or did you just chuck them in there at the end? I don't know. Give us the story. What's the story about this playlist, sir? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Our lines are open. <laughs> Call us tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but legit. <laughs> like any form of communication, honestly. Yeah, yeah like, they are, though. Really, you can DM us, please. Throw a letter in the mail. Have your people call our people, which is us. Call call us. We are our own people. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has people, we have ourselves. Well, but we're people. Our lines are open. Call me back. Real quickly about uh, these two uh, people, three people, actually, who helped create this song, Coastal and DLG. I'll start with Coastal. They started releasing music in 2021. It's composed of two California natives, Andy Mueller and Brett Bodet. And they are, you know, in the indie electronic space. And some of their inspirations are Flume, Odessa, and Porter Robinson, which, you know, I think tracks with what we just heard. DLG is Dave De La Garza, 26 years old, from Texas, lives in LA now. And he's inspired by a range of music from Glass Animals and Mac Miller to Still Woozy and Hard Bop Jazz. I actually thought it was really cool reading up on him. If you go listen to not the live edit of this song, just the original Stay Close. When I was first listening to it, I was like, is that Mac Miller in the background? And then on his website, he says, I love Mac Miller. I was like, my boy. Nice. Yes. Mac's a key. Yeah, we love Mac. Rest in peace. Amen. So that was really cool. And I like it. And I went and listened to more of his music. And I think you should too. He's got another one called Inside of My Eyelids. That's really fun. And his mom is a award-winning artist. Joyce Rosner, and she designs all of his artwork. So that's another fun little tidbit for the people. That's awesome. Indeed. Indubitably. I just remembered from Skrillex's um, personal life, because I, I just remembered while you were speaking that his parents were Scientologists, and I learned this because I was reading. But anyway, I'm just going to read this really quick. In a 2015 interview, Moore stated that although his parents practice Scientology, he does not. He explained that music consumes most of his time, so he could theoretically not devote any time to religion. <laughs> <laughs> his mother died in June 2015, 
In a series of tweets in January 2023, Skrillex shared his struggles with mental health, revealing the reason behind the cancellation of his appearances at Movement Detroit and Tampa Sunset Music Festival, which we've spoken about on the pod before. SMF, baby. He said, I have had the toughest year of my life in 2022, as did so many others. I literally found myself with no drive and purpose for the first time in my life. He noted that his mother's passing in 2015 saw him turn to alcohol. Quote by Skrillex, I drank the pain away and kept going. 2022 was sort of my tipping point. So I think it was like his mom passed away while he was on tour and then he turned to drinking. And then like from that moment up until last year, it it sounds like it got pretty bad for him. And like the album, I think, is like the journey of going through that. And then, you know, like I said, healing on the other side. So, oh. Anyway, can't can't wait to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> Don't the hardships in life just create the best music? <laughs> so good, man. I'm really excited to like do it myself. Because here's the thing, like to any average listener who just chooses to listen to one song on that album, like they're going to critique it for the song and not for the album. As cool as it is for like people to be listening to a song that someone's produced, like if they put like their heart and soul into that song and it's based off something that happened in their life, especially if it's something that's brought them pain and then to write another song that brings them joy and to have those things like on the same piece of work and to have that progression of like, yeah, I was feeling really fucked up, but like, I'm starting to feel better now to have your story translated into music and then have other people listening to it and then have them say that it's in turn healed them because you're being so vulnerable of your own life. It's just so fucking cool. It's the coolest fucking thing ever. And I wish more people did it. (laughs) I could not have expressed that any better myself. What a fun experience is to like sit down and intentionally listen to either of those albums. But I mean, even both of them together, while they're two separate albums, they're two sides of a coin. Yeah. They were at least 24 hours in between. 24 hours in between. Yeah. He intentionally released the second one at midnight at MSG. Wow. That's magical. Or actually, I don't know if it was at midnight, but it was while they were at, like it was during the set at MSG that he literally announces it to everyone standing there. Hey, by the way, my second album just came out. (laughs) Mic drop. Drop. (laughs) So badass, dude. What a legend. So fucking dope. And to see him living his best life right now and being like... Genuinely seems like he's loving life. And like I said, like he was so present during that show in Times Square and like to see that he's like up back where he needs to be at the top, like, ah, it's just so inspiring. Our king. (laughs) King Skrillex. (laughs) Honestly, just get him a crown to wear at all times. Here you go, king. You dropped your crown. So with that being said, from this point forward, can we officially just announce that there will be no slander directed at, at our King Skrillex. Oh, 100%. Any negative comment, anything, it's just, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. It's factually wrong. It's like the Tom Brady quarterback debate. It's over. It's done. He's the GOAT. Let it go. Let it die. <laughs> 
Anywho. Sorry, that uh, the Tom Brady reference, sports reference. There's some listeners out there who... Oh, no, no, no. I, I, trust. I know all about the Tom Brady tea because of the Giselle Bunchen tea, honey. Ooh, you <laughs> might know, like, more tea then. Yeah, I know everything about his personal life and nothing about the football thing other than he... Well, that's why I know what's going on because the first time he announced he was retired, he unannounced it, like, three or four weeks later. Like, it wasn't even that long. I think it got leaked... And it was like he was leaning that way, but he hadn't fully made up his mind. I see. So, like, he was upset with how that went down. I mean, it's clear he didn't want to retire yet. Oh, yeah. And, and she, she wanted, wanted him, to, him to. And he was given the ultimatum, like, it's me and the kids or, or football. football. And then he chose her for five seconds <laughs> and then went back to football. He said, fuck them kids. <laughs> but, you know, the craziest thing is that, like, and then you play one more year and then you retire for real? Like, was it worth it, dude? Like, what? Why? Does he have a girlfriend now? Do you know? That I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. His kids aren't that old, so maybe he should figure that out first. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, you have a drop of the week for us? <laughs> I do, and it's unfortunately not Skrillex related, but that's okay. We can have one little tidbit that's not One Skrillex little. Related. We've talked about Skrillex for an hour. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's not end of the world yet. And not end of the world. <laughs> shit, guys. <laughs> shit, shit, fire sheet. <laughs> shit, shit. WTF, Mike. My drop of the week is Feeling by Subshock and Evangelos. Which, actually, I should give them an introduction. So these guys we've talked about. Mm -hmm. I'm very ready for this. They did that song we listened Psy to House. way back when. Psy House with GCM. Well, that one slaps unreasonably hard. So I'm excited for this one. Absolutely. So this one is called Feeling by Subshock and Evangelos. And go. I feel like I need to take a bath after that one. Truly, just absolutely rinse. <laughs> Get the fire hose out. So, Subshock and Evangelos consists of Juan Rocco and Alvaro Murillo Sanchez. They are DJ producers from Spain and Belgium. After sharing many gigs in Madrid, they decided to pursue a career together. So they like were just playing the same shows, and they're like, "Hey, you want to like." Do our own thing. <laughs> and they were their names were Subshock and Evangelos, and they just called themselves Subshock and Evangelos. <laughs> so they make Killer Bass House, Drum and Bass, and Psytrance, which are all like you would never think to like put all of those things together, but uh, the way that they but do it, damn, does it work? Yes, they even have a track where they it's kind of like Kazo esque, and they use you hear like the guitar, like the electric guitars. Oh, stop it, you dirty dogs. 
Also, the vocalists that they work with are always like hella soulful with their lyrics. And then the beats that they create to complement the vocals hold your attention from like beginning to end on every track. I gotta listen to more of them, honestly. Here, let me play. I think it's Next to You is the one with the rock. Yeah, it is this one. Tell me how to my place. You took your dress off and you whispered in my ear. you make me feel beautiful. Emo humans everywhere rejoice. With that stare. Yeah. <laughs> Are they gonna do something stupid with this? Like <laughs> <laughs> the rock D and B, right? That is Kazo like. You're right. So that track is called "Next to You." Absolutely, fucking fire! Oh my god! Thanks for contributing those flames to the podcast this week yeah honestly if if it wasn't skrillex related it, it could only be a, a banger by Skrillex. So. <laughs> it had to be it had to be <laughs> oh, well thanks y'all for coming to episode number one nine number 19 of the plurality podcast the skrillex stan episode Check us out on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter at PluralityPod. That's us. Check out our videos. See what we look like. <laughs> We're so hot. We're so hot. And if you liked all the music you heard in this episode, Moody puts together a playlist with every song that was played in each episode. You can find that on Spotify. Just search E-Mood and it'll be there, along with a bunch of revivals, which is a series of playlists that Moody puts together that are magical and beautiful. And when's your next gig? My next gig is March 17th, so I got a few weeks, but I have some really big gigs coming up in April and um, I'm going to take the next month to like really get those sets together. Dial in. And do some networking with some other peeps and yeah, I'm really trying to get my at home set up for my producing like in line, like have an actual something I don't have to break down, like have a nice desk with like all the things that I need. So yeah, but April we're coming back in full force with lots of, lots of gigs. So what Skrillex-related thing are you going to send us all home with today? Peace, love, and Father Said, which is an unreleased Skrillex song on YouTube. And it's a bro step song that came out. I mean, it didn't come out. That was the thing. It was, it was like, leaked. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, like, 2012, maybe? I remember, like, just, like, looking through YouTube and, like, trying to find songs of his. And I came across this one. The lyrics for the the chorus say father said you can find me on broadway find me on broadway because i always knew that i wanted to move to new york and like that was the end goal for me like i was in college at the time when skrillex like became massive i mean i already knew sunny from from first to last it it wasn't that long after that skrillex like announced he was a dj that i was like oh wait is that sunny more because i like saw photo of him and i was like what the hell he's a dj now (laughs) and then sure enough yeah here he is skrillex in my younger years, I was super into rock and post-hardcore and the screamo scene, which a lot of people who are EDM fans now came from there. Yeah, they started there and then they they crossed over with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and this just that this track because I loved New York so much and like 
knowing that I wanted to go there, like it really moved me. So And now you're there. And now I live here. Standing on the same bus as this man. Standing on the same bus as him. For thousands of people in Times Square. Father said. It's a good one. It's a good one. Love you, Plurbies. Thanks for talking about music with us. Thanks for letting me cry in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sweet. Oh, dude, it just really hit me. Because like, like I said, I listened to him when he was, you know, when he started from first to last, he was 16. When he was 16, I was 14. And so like, it just feels cool to like share oh. those those times. I think it's absolutely bananas that the same guy who made like Bangarang and Cinema that I was listening to as like a literal child is the same person that we're talking about now who's making the music that he's making today. It's incredible. Yeah. Working with everybody, like collabing with everybody. Oh, what a talent. Yeah. And if you think of like just the amount of time, like it's only been... Okay, Plurbies, we're going to let you go, but we're going to continue talking about Skrillex probably for a while now. But we love you so much. <laughs> we love y'all. Have a great Skrillex day. <laughs> Have a sunny day. Aww. I mean, they write themselves. That's so cute. We need to make wear Skrillex stands shirts. It'll say, have a sunny day somewhere on there. With, with his face in the sun. <laughs> Okay, t-shirt coming up. Love you, Plurbies. Love you guys. Bye. Let's go.